What's good, man? It's your boy 911 ABG Podcast. Hope you're having a great day today. Today, September the 8th, 7:34 in the morning. Let's get to it, man. We're talking about sports today, man. Today's topic is going to be the NBA playoffs. Just my thoughts on what I see, what's transpiring, who's the favorites, who's the shockers, who's the surprise of the bubble, but it's been some good ball playing going on, man. We're going to start off with the um, with the Lakers, Lakers in Houston. Very interesting series, very interesting series. You got LeBron, who's been the king of the throne for, you can't even remember the last time he wasn't a favorite, walk away favorite, going away into the playoffs. So you got LeBron holding it down with the Lakers, and you got his running mate, AD. Boys a problem, man. Them boys are a problem. You never seen the top two players in the NBA on one team making a push like this. So it's kind of interesting to watch how that dynamic plays out. But to me, my personal opinion, the only way to beat them is if you have a deep bench and you come at them in waves. Because top heavy, they're gonna beat you top end on the majority of any given night if you got LeBron and Anthony Davis, which you should. There's not a knock on any team. Like, the difference between most nights a win and loss if you play the Lakers is that your team doesn't have LeBron. On the other end, you got James Harden, who is just, man, he's awesome. It's his craftiness, the way he get draws fouls, the way he gets in the paint, He's just on a whole nother level, man. He's definitely just reinvent the game on what you do outside on the perimeter as far as taking that Euro step to get separation and creating space to get his shots off the way he does and the way he creates the fouls and goes to the line. Definitely a game changer, revolutionary, you might say, to what he's doing to the game. And his running mate, former MVP candidate, MVP Russell Westbrook. He got to show up, man. It's just, it's, it's about that time. And James himself, you know, he's shown in high-pressure situations that he's kind of disappeared from time to time. But uh, to me, it looks like he's making that step forward, ready to advance. Still a lot to be seen. Still a lot to happen. Um, who else you got? You got the Clippers. Another very solid team. Very solid team. You got Kawhi Leonard, reigning MVP, reigning champion. Matched up with Paul George on that team, his running mate. Now, Paul George has been confusing to me because the guy just skill set is off the charts. Got a handle, got a J. It's just, I don't know. Some of the games, I know he said he's been kind of battling with some stuff internally that kind of held him back first couple of games so you know we're waiting to see how this develops but I hate to think pressure is what gets the guys in this type of situation because you've been putting balls in hoops all your life so I don't like to think that pressure really affect these guys and their performances but you know in big game situations like I say some guys have disappeared in the past so it's not far-fetched so when you got that going on it's just it's just I don't know, you gotta just figure out a way to push through it. Especially when you have a talent that uh, that a Paul George has. So, um, 
it's gonna be very interesting to watch how that unfolds and what happens with that you got that boston and toronto series too man that that's that's gonna be a good one it is a good one they know at one time it looked like boston was just clearly hitting shoulders above better than boston but boston show i mean um boston was better than toronto excuse me but um toronto showed the heart of a champion man like hey we are the defending champions you will respect us kyle lowry dog Siakam, dog. Van Fleet, dog. So when you got dogs on your team, it don't matter who you matched up against because as long as they got that competitive fervor in, you always have a fighting chance. Um, Lowry, Chris Paul, guys like that, man, they're always going to give your Scott squad a chance because they have no quit, they have no let up, they have no fear in them whatsoever. So it's always good seeing undersized guys like that perform on the highest level and do what they're able to accomplish on that um on that stage it's always amazing to watch so you know um boston is just a talented team man uh kimmel been putting them step back that step back on boy since you come and i mean he was the perfect fit if you're gonna take Kyrie off inject another point guard it couldn't have been a better match in the NBA for that team at that time the way they were constructed and then they even um, they haven't even been having Gordon Hayward to their disposal he's been out and he's coming back so that's a team that's real deep they're long, they're athletic a lot of weapons man a lot of weapons so um I don't know, man. I, I just, I'm kind of leaning towards Boston to come out the East because Tatum is just, he he's next up. He's definitely one of those guys in the batter's box to take over the league and be the new face of the league once LeBron finally steps down. Because no matter what you say about LeBron, love, like, hate, what he's done is unmatched. And everybody who knows me know I don't get into the, the whole LeBron, MJ thing. Just so we can get that out the way out the gate I'm die hard Jordan any one of those questions that used to come up and they used to have the little memes if you put these three together and this, to sum it up I told my cousin anytime you got Jordan matched up with any squad give me that squad I'm always rocking with MJ so first and foremost man Jordan all time go but it's undeniable but what LeBron has been able to to accomplish and the standard that he's been able to hold and sustain for this amount of time uh, it's truly unbelievable and to see the elevation he still gets on dunks and the minutes he's putting in a night shows you the, the care and the, um, and the way he takes care of his body and the way he maintains so nothing but respect for LeBron he is this era's GOAT I don't even think it's in question. I was laughing with one of my um, my homeboys the other day. Back when LeBron and who was the Carmelo was coming in the league, we was having an argument. I was team LeBron because I saw it. I saw it in high school. I saw the greatness. I saw the way he thought the game. How he would see things that kids his age shouldn't be seeing on the court at that time. And how he was like a puppet master out there pulling strings. But anyway... My homeboy was a diehard Melo fan, and Melo was putting in work. At Q's with that headband with the braids, Melo was putting in work. 
So I mean, at that time, you could kind of see like, okay, I can understand where you're going with that because he was just that offensive juggernaut. What he developed in the NBA, we saw it early. Like he was an offensive juggernaut, no flinch, inside, outside, post game, jumper. So he had no flaws in his game, no chinks in his armor. So I think my homeboy was enamored by that. He'd go out there and just drop. 30 on people and just like with ease just put in work but what I saw in LeBron is that he could drop 30 on people or he could have a game where he dropped 16 assists and he'd be happy about the 16 assists setting up his teammates because he knew at any time he could walk in any gym and get 30 40 whatever he deemed necessary that night that's just how talented he was so that's kind of where I was with LeBron but overall, man, this, this bubble has been very interesting to watch. I'm very proud of the NBA on how they constructed this. Uh, during the time of a pandemic, man, I haven't even mentioned that. But a pandemic, they've had no positive cases um, since they've been inside the bubble. Not that I've seen recorded or reported to the masses. Um, they've been zero cases. So, shout out to Adam Silver, man, and his leadership and what he's provided for those young men in the bubble and keeping them safe so they can focus on, zero in on just playing, playing the game they love and kind of be secluded from all this outside stuff going on right now. It's a lot going on with the social unjust around the world and things of that nature, the protesting, and it's just a lot going on right now. We'll touch on some of those other topics in another podcast, but to bring those young men in and you know once the bubble was safe enough and the numbers went down after you got the first wave of teams out um and bringing their families in to give them some type of you know normalcy in the, in the bubble that that was big that was major so nothing but props and respect for adam silver and what he's doing to show what true leadership looks like in this time of uncertainty and um just salute man salute it's been real fun to watch seeing some of these guys and perform and seeing some teams not come through Philly ain't forgot about y'all and B man y'all gonna have to Philly gonna have to step it up I don't know what needs to be done but a change is gonna have to come soon Joel is gonna have to get in a little better shape and they're gonna have to find perimeter shooting I mean it's a must you just you can't win in the NBA with the way it's played now positionless basketball like your centers doing euro step shooting threes you can't win without some type of perimeter game and to me that's what i see that's what i see um phyllis biggest impediment is not not having no perimeter game whatsoever so they're gonna definitely have to shore that up you need your kyle carvers your jj reddicks you need somebody to space the floor because just head down going into the paint that's that's not this league that's not this era's NBA it's just not it's not a reality so definitely gonna have to shore that up if they're gonna be any type of serious title contender even with the um absence of Ben Simmons which I don't think it would have made a little difference because he is a phenomenal player but again no jumper ball dominant yeah you can't win like that you don't have a jump. Same thing, Giannis starting to figure that out the hard way. And man, I hated to see him go down with that ankle injury because I think he's a got the right name, Greek freak. He's just a freak of nature. 
amazing talent. But again, you cannot, if you're a dominant ball handler on your team, the primary ball handler, you have to have some type of jumper. You, you got to. I mean, it's just, it's, it's no way around it. And, you know, the ducking on people all season and two steps from the three-point line to the rim, I mean, that's great. But in the playoffs, when basketball slows down, you don't get all of those transition buckets and you're playing the same team every other night and they're starting to pick up on your tendencies and what you like to do, what you don't like to do, what you can do, what you can't do, and what your game plan for. And coaches are taking away your, 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 your high efficiency areas on the court you have to be able to compensate with that with some type of skill set man and it has to be something other than dunking like you you can't live in that and this is the same way like with uh with houston i know i'm kind of bouncing back and forth between teams but like i said we're just throwing throwing different topics out there houston is a team that you basically have to unlearn everything you know because you don't see teams shoot the high volume of threes even though the, it's a new era NBA you don't see teams push it to that volume of shooting so excuse me you just have to adjust with your way of thinking adjust your defense and be prepared but the thing about Houston you have to defend de depend on 26 30 feet accuracy from jumpers our entire game now, when you shoot them at the volume you do, you're going to have a stretch when you get hot and everybody seems like they're knocking them down and it's a way. All you have to do is weather that storm because the same way they go down is the same way they look like horrible shots. You see a guy pull up on a fast break for three or kick it back out for three. So, I mean, it's, it's you live and die by it. So, it's a lot going on in the NBA, man. So, we're just going to keep our eyes peeled see what develops see who's ready to take the throne see if LeBron's ready to relinquish the throne or is he like nah young bloods I'm still here kid from Akron great beard gotta respect that boy's game man um, but it's a lot of good things happening in the NBA oh how can I forget this young man with Denver Murray awesome like, he's been my surprise of the bubble. Like, we kind of saw him coming last year, but I don't think nobody expected it to this extent. This guy can walk in and get 50 with ease. He's just an offensive genius. And then you got the Joker. Best passing big man I've ever seen. And I've, I remember some nice ones in my day. I'm not a spring chicken. I'm an older head, so I remember the Vlade Divox and the... And the um, What's his name? Big Sabonis. Just their skill set for passing. Those were, you know, foreign players too. So they their skill set was so much more advanced than our big men. Our big men was primarily back to the basket, drop step, trying to dunk on somebody, develop a little 10-foot, 12-foot jumper on the elbow or something like that. But those big men actually came over and injected that skill to our game and and those foreign players, man, you had to respect them. We had some back in the day um, that you really had to respect, and they kind of paved the way for some of these younger guys. But the Joker, man, Djokovic, he's, he's definitely in the same vein as, of those guys, same mold as those guys as far as his passing acumen and his skill set. Basketball IQ off the charts. That's what a lot of these young guys do have. 
that I'm noticing that they have that unselfish that unselfish gene. They, a lot of them have a, a nice feel for the game as far as their basketball IQ and what they're willing to sacrifice on their game for the betterment of the team. Now, overall, I think basketball is a little weaker in this era. It's like glorified AAU games, basically. Bunch of young kids, positionless basketball, no, no really, everything's considered a hostile act these days in the league, so you got that going on, but the skill set and just the athleticism is where the game is taking off, and it's much more of a free-flowing game, which is probably more entertaining to the consumer, but uh, like I said, I'm kind of from the old school, so I kind of like seeing that rugged guy in the paint a little, see how guys perform when you can touch them a little bit, you know what I'm saying, now you're just not so comfortable skating around the floor, you know, looking cute, shooting jumpers, easing down the court, going to the lane, nobody touches, so shout out to the guys like the Morris Twins, the, um, what's my man that just won six men on, on Philly, uh, Montrez, guys like that, they still got a little bit of that old school Kyle Lowry in them, you know, you know, they, they still like to touch you a little bit, let you know you're on the court, basketball still is a physical game, so shout out to guys like that. But anyway, man, let's um, let's keep our eyes peeled, man. I think we're we're getting set up for a, a outstanding finish of this NBA season. So um, salute, man. This is my first podcast, so thank you for taking the time to listen. Let me share my thoughts, what I think. Like I say, this podcast will be restricted to nothing. Today we just happen to be talking about sports. That's what's hot right now, or not what's the main thing going on right now but one of the things that we do have going on in the world that just kind of wanted to touch on today so this was podcast number one thank you for your time man avg podcast always vision your goals and after you do that make sure you accomplish your vision goals so man y'all stay up man 9-11 gone